Packers all the time. I think he's got a chance. When years ago, I was like, oh my God, I don't think this guy's going to be very good at all. I'm willing to allow for the possibility that he's going to be good. Okay, most of the time. Almonds specifically or all nuts? Well, these nuts, those nuts, whatever nuts work. <laughs> it's Jason Wildy on Jen, Gabe, and Chew. Brought to you by Boucher Automotive. With 16 different new car brands and over 35 pre-owned brands to choose from. Boucher Automotive. We are driven by you. Also sponsored by Century Foods. Win two tickets to see Green Bay host Kansas City on Sunday, December 3rd. Compliments of Century Foods. Find the weekly code on Century's Facebook or Instagram and enter to win. He is our friend. He is our teammate. He is Jason Wildey. Joins us three times a week here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. I just talked to him about uh, seven or so hours ago. Good morning, Jason. I hope you got some sleep, bud. Good morning, dudes. I hope you got some sleep, bud. I got plenty, Jason. <laughs> of course you did. What, what What? was the score when you went to bed? 10-3 uh, Packers? 10-3 Packers. Or, well, it wouldn't have been 10-3 Packers. They never led 10-3, so that was a trick question. 10-3 uh, um, Raiders, yes. Okay, yeah. Good for you, bud. <laughs> I made it a little longer. How do you? Oh, good for you. Oh, man. I, I, I love a good primetime game when Chewy's uh, going to bed early and I'm staying up super late. What do you, So, you know they lost, right? Somebody let you know? <laughs> well, I knew this morning, and then I watched the rest of it this morning. <laughs> and, and what? And, and what? I, I didn't get to hear the first segment. I was walking the dogs. What did you think of the quarterback's play? I think he's regressing. Um, I, I think, Jason, I, I said there's no longer you're, – you're not fooling the defense anymore. You're not coming in with 20 new plays next week. Um, I think he's swimming a little bit, and I don't think they're cutting him loose. I thought I – thought, I thought Oak, or, uh, Las Vegas's game plan was much better. It was smoother, even though Garoppolo's limited. Um, I just yeah, and their think, coach stinks. I just think they they, they got to take one training wheel off, and if he screws up, he screws up. Yeah, I, I mean just, he screwed up anyway, right? Like that's the yeah. thing. Like if you're now now uh, look, he took some shots downfield. Um, I don't think that Christian Watson should uh, escape criticism. I think you know there's no doubt he's fast, um, but and and. Our buddy Rob Domofsky talked to him after the game in, in Vegas, and and he seemed to be taking it pretty hard in terms of his own performance, and that's good. That's you know I want guys to be that way, but you know he's he's got to fight for balls like the one deep ball he probably should have caught, frankly. Oh yeah, um, the one down the think, middle where he just like yeah. it inexplicably landed at his side. Like I yeah, don't know I mean, if he lost that in the lights or what the deal was. Yeah, yeah. but but uh, look, I, I and and I feel like. And this is a job that I signed up for, so I'm not complaining. But I feel like I have to, more often than not, be the voice of calm and reason and channel my inner R-E-L-A-X. It'll be okay. Because... Yeah, but Jason, you know, I keep... my counter to that, is it? Is it going to be Okay. I, I really well, don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know if Jordan Love's going to be uh, Hall of Fame greats or Pro Bowl greats or MVP greats or 
you know, uh, Mitch Trubisky great, which isn't very. Uh, <laughs> but this, I mean, what frustrates me, and, and this is why, you know, I'm going to bring this up to Tausch in a little while. See, this is why I was so pissed when he kept talking about how awesome Jordan Love had been in the first two games, including after going 0 for 6 in a fourth quarter and having the ball in his hands where he needed to basically move them into field goal range and they could have beaten Atlanta despite blowing a 12-point fourth-quarter lead, right? It's mm-hmm. th- like Matt LaFleur told us this, and no one wanted to listen. He said, it's going to be about the process. It can't always be about the outcome. And look, they did not play good, good football last night on offense. They played well enough on defense. They had four of their five preferred offensive line starters, and their coaching staff, despite having all week – to try and come up with a way to at least mitigate. You're not going to erase him, but mitigate the impact of Max Crosby. They had no answers for him. None. And Matt LaFleur, that was the only defensive player that he mentioned by name. And he spoke with great admiration. You have to figure out a way to not let him completely destroy plays. Now, he may destroy a couple, and the good news is is that he didn't get like a sack fumble that got returned for a touchdown. But they had no answer for him. I agree with Chewy. Like, I don't know if the thought process was, all right, we're going to run the ball early, which I had no problem with, by the way. It's nice to see them actually make a commitment to that. And it looked like A.J. Dillon was, you know, kind of getting ahead of steam there, the first seven carries or whatever. I think he had 29 yards. He was moving the pile. They've got a first down with him running. Like, there were encouraging signs there. But they they definitely have this governor that they've placed on love where they wanted to try and get him easy completions, and they didn't really do a great job of it. And he threw everything underneath. There was one point in the broadcast where they said, uh, on passes that went 10 or more yards in the air downfield, Jordan Love was two for six with two picks. Like, Either you don't trust him to throw that far or you're not scheming. The the thing that I thought the first two games, to Chewy's point about having 20 new plays, that was really good was that they were scheming guys open the way this offense is known to do and was getting Jordan Love completions to boost his confidence and to get the ball moving. And that seems to have ceased. It ceased last week. Uh, 11 days later, it ceases again. Like, they had... Matt LaFleur has to do more to make it better for him. That said, he did, uh, Jordan Love did not play well enough last night, and that's what happens with first-year starters. There were plenty of times we went back in the way-back machine to 2008 where I would have said the same thing about Aaron Rodgers. Now, there were also some games where he played well enough to win and the defense didn't, and now we've had a couple of games where the defense did its job and the offense most decidedly did not. Jason, were they not dialing up Romeo Dobbs's number, or did did he just not get open? That's a that that's one of the things that I have to look at when uh, I go on NFL Plus. Like I, I don't I don't know the answer to that. And again, this is the other part of this. Like I have I've been like I feel like the little boy who cried wolf, but the I can't I keep talking about how young they are. Right? You guys get mm-hmm. sick of me saying this, but like. And, and I'm not comparing him to the 96 team, even though I am going to use a comparison right now. Uh, 
Antonio Freeman, notorious body catcher. Uh, Mark Chimura, 99 player on Madden. Uh, excuse me, Jason. Uh, Jason, he was uh, uh, 100. One of few players to ever, ever one of few players to ever get a hundred. I just, I, ninety nine, great honor for for player of today, but they just can't reach the perfect number that Mark Chamorro was. I, I love so my they, cousin. I love my cousin Jason. <laughs> so, so they never, they there are no such thing as as one hundred players now. Correct. Yes, they don't do a hundred. Well, there, there were only a handful. Chewy ruined it. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> yes, there are only a handful in Madden history, and Chewy <laughs> is on that short one list. of them. Yes. God, and, and well, we know that back then there were computer glitches. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I, I digress. So if if Antonio Freeman and Mark Chimura are the targets on those two plays leading into the interception in the end zone, I don't think they dropped the ball in crunch time. And and look, there were times when both of you dropped passes. I get it. Yeah. But there was there was something about your reliability with your experience that when the game was on the line, you weren't going to screw up. And while Jordan Love deserves plenty of criticism for that last throw, and Christian Watson deserves criticism for not fighting for that ball more effectively, those two drops make life that much harder leading into that play. Well, Jason, and if one of them catches it, he probably just do. runs there, right? Because it's not third and ten, it's second and two or third and two. And he probably just runs with it, gets the four yards that he could have gotten there, move the chains, and start over with a fresh set of downs. Right. And, and again, that doesn't excuse the throw. You play the play that's in front of you, and that's the play that they had, and they still had a chance to win. And he, the, the decision he made, the throw that he made, like, look, I, I do get frustrated that we're, we're always babying him. And, mm-hmm. and what I love about Jordan Love is – and, and again, you guys know I covered all 18 years of Aaron Rodgers' career. I tried to hit the ball down the middle with him, and when he deserved criticism, I tried to give it. And when he was great, which was most of the time, I tried to indicate that. But you guys have heard me criticize him for this before. He was not good at saying, I have to be better. I screwed that up. This team relies on me, and I need to play better. He did not do that enough for my liking. I thought that was a shortcoming for him. Last night, listening to Jordan Love, I loved what I heard. I didn't love what I saw, but I loved what I heard. I've got to be better. I didn't do enough. I have to. I can't make that throw. Those types of things, I love that he took ownership of it. And I think we, as analysts, reporters, radio hosts, and the fan base need to look at him with a realistic, through a realistic prism, appreciate what he's going through, appreciate the young guys that are around him, the challenges that all this witch's brew creates, but also say, look, you can't throw the ball right to Mickey Spillane there, Robert Spillane or whatever his name is. You can't do that. Like, those are the kinds of young guy mistakes that you want to get past as soon as you can. And for him, it was not a good night. We'll see what he does with the lessons that come from it. But what I liked about him was that he just owned every bit of it. And that is an encouraging sign. I don't think he needs us to coddle him in our views 
we talk about the reality of him being in his fifth start as the number one quarterback. We talk about the young guys around him. And then we say, look, he wasn't good enough. He's got to be better. And I think that's being fair to him. And, and we need, look, the bottom line is, as I keep saying, this season is a fact-finding mission. Yeah. And some of the facts we found out last night weren't encouraging. And now we get another game on October 22nd to find out more about him. And that's what I love about this season is I, I can't wait. I hope he stays healthy. He still takes more risks running than I would like him to. But I want to find out as much as I can about him because this roller coaster that fans put themselves on and some in the media put themselves on about declaring him the next, you know, great Packers quarterback because he beat up on the Bears and he had three good quarters in Atlanta. That's just not how this works. What do you think is the biggest thing they need to address during the bye? Aaron Jones' health. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not saying that they win all these games with him on the field, but he's their only proven commodity, their only veteran playmaker on offense. Luke Musgrave, inconsistent. Jaden Reed. Did Jaden Reed play last night? Yeah, he had uh, one catch <laughs> in one seven catch, yards. Right? Yes. Right? Romeo had one catch. Like, this, again. This is what, and, and, and the, the narrative of, you know, Romeo and Christian being leaders in the wide receiver room, that makes me want to pull the little hair that I have left out. Because that they're still young players. They're still going to have games like this. Christian Watson, I love the fact that he felt like crap after the game because he cares about it. But he's got it. He's still growing himself. And so, you know, you need a guy who knows what he's doing all the time. And that's what Aaron Jones is. And, you know, for a guy who thought he could go back into the game in Chicago to now have missed three of the last four games uh, and have been on a 20-snap pitch count against Detroit, um, that is a guy that, you know, I think they can live without Bakhtiari, although it didn't look like uh, – Rashid Walker put up a ton of resistance either against Max Crosby, who was great. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I think the guy that they can't live without is Aaron Jones, and I'm eager to see how much he can help Jordan Love when he's on the field on a regular basis because we saw what they did against the Bears, and he only touched the ball 11 times in that game. Jason, we certainly appreciate the time. Look forward to more of the insight you'll provide this morning on Wilde and Tausch starting at 9 a.m. All right, dudes. Take Later, care. Be guy. good. <laughs> I love you guys. I love being a kid. Oh, boy. So I, I did some number crunching, Chew. I'll get you some Jordan Love first seven quarters and since then numbers. We'll, I'll give those to you. Plus, what role does Matt LaFleur play in all of this? We'll dive into that coming up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. It's Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. <laughs> Big hurt. I heard that's like, eh. Ron in the key wing and say, you guys should slow down before you take on a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> on 94.5 ESPN.